Hi, welcome to Roll for Insight episode 3. This is a series where I sit down and have conversations with my friends and talk about nerdy stuff with them. And this week I'm sitting down with my friend Leslie. Hi Leslie. Hi Jeff. How are you? I'm good and yourself? I'm very well. Um, I suppose I actually should have pointed out that, yes, I am Joff, uh, otherwise known as at Owlbear over on Twitter. That is bear as in nipples, not as in grr. Uh, Leslie, how can people find you? You can find me at I lived in a cake on Twitter. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So we're just going to jump straight into this. Um, we're still, I'm still learning the format as we go. So this is a bit of a, it's a conversation more than an interview. Um, but let's talk about Dungeons and Dragons because it's one of the main things that you and I have in common. It's the first thing that we got talking about way back. Yep, it's it's pretty much the reason we know each other is because of D and D, because of that community. Um, how long have you been playing D and D, and what editions have you played? Only fifth edition. I'm only a new player. I started. A, it's got to be four years, three years ago. It's exactly this time, yeah, about three years ago, four years ago. Okay. I cannot remember now. Three or four years. Sure. And what got you into it? Critical Role started me out, um, basically watching Supernatural, Charlie was on the show, Finding Felicia Day, Geek and Sundry, Critical Role was on. Uh, yes, okay. I was a moderator for Orion's channel. And there was a couple of other moderators in there that were like, I want to play. And I was like, same. So we got this group of about, I think there's about 12, 15 people in this Twitter chat and split up into two different groups. And I've been playing with the FAQ crew since then. Oh, really? The FAQ crew was because of that? Yep. Oh, wow. It was my first ever Dungeons & Dragons group. No kidding. Yeah. I learned, Um, learned with them. Awesome. Uh, while we're still on the subject of D and D, why don't we talk about uh, I don't know characters? Do you have like a go-to race or class? Oh, go-to race is probably an elf or half elf. Though I have been playing more and more tieflings and okay. variants. Oh, Janasi though. I have been playing a lot of Janasi, if that's how we pronounce it, because it's different in every place. That's how I pronounce it. Okay, Genasi. good, good. Um. And class, I am loving more magic users. I've been okay. playing a lot of those, and wizards and sorcerers, and warlocks. Nice. I pl- I've, I've got a lot of characters that I love, and each new one shot is a new character chance. So, yeah. I, now I know you both play and DM. Do you prefer one to other? I prefer playing. To be honest, I do prefer playing. I like the chance to explore new things with theming, mm-hmm. but I find I don't stress or worry as much when I play. Okay. Do you remember the first game you DM'd? Was that a Shady Acres game? Was that Shady Acres? Or did I know I might have done a Lakaya game, my own world game, which I completely made up from scratch, didn't do a module mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah, that would have been my own game with Ranger Bob. Your first DM'd game was Homebrew? Yeah. Wow, you really jumped in the deep end. Yeah, I made up my own world called Lakaya. I've got a map, I've got towns, cities, NPCs, everything. Law for it. 
because I got f- it was fun doing all the um the world building and the details rather than the big stuff. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, right in no, the deep end. That's Okay, that's really cool. <laughs> no idea. Um yeah, I think I mean you you DM me we're, we're mm-hmm. both of us in a new Strad campaign. Yes. So you're DMing me there. Um you've DM me in a couple of one shots. Mm-hmm. You DM me in a multi shot. Yes, which is still going to be finished at some point. <laughs> at some point. Um, and and we worked together on last year's Halloween-themed Shady Acres. Yes. Which was a lot of fun. And we will publish and it one day. <laughs> we still owe ourselves to publish it. Which will get hashtag, done. Hashtag, hashtag Shady Acres. Hashtag get published. <laughs> hashtag get published. Hashtag whoops. <laughs> um... But yeah, that was a lot of fun because you and I basically wrote that together. That mm-hmm. was equal parts. That, that was, was a lot of really fun. Really cool. It a was lot a lot of fun. fun. And it, it was a huge part of why I burned out. But we're going to save that for another episode. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> too much too soon. <laughs> too much. Um, he says, having started a podcast. Uh, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> So, Leslie, I know that you are slightly addicted to collecting dice. It's only a teensy-weensy problem. I wouldn't even call yeah, it a I, problem so much as an aesthetic. I was, was going to say, you have a couple sets. A couple of hundred sets. Mm, We're close to... I think it's about 1,500 individual dice. Okay. Maybe that's a lot of dice. It is. Yep. That's, yep. that's I... more dice than I'm. I'm not aware of anyone that has more. Laura Bailey might have more. She might. But I'm not that's sure true. she's ever taken the time, like a loser, and individually counted them all like I have. <laughs> it's it's Laura. I'm pretty sure she, she has. I have. Yeah. No. Um. I have a problem with shiny things. And I do have an addictive personality, so as soon as I'm mm-hmm. into something, I'm like, yeah, let's let's get everything. Well, what what is it about dice? I honestly don't know. I don't know why I do it, but I like it, and I can't stop. Um, I don't know if you've seen my posts on Twitter where I do the character sheet with the dice on the top. Each time I play a game, the dice change for the characters. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like choose one particular dice set for their character, or a couple... I take one dice from maybe six or seven different sets and create yeah, a Yeah, you mix your set. sets. You, you create a little dice aesthetic. Yeah, depending on what the character's going through at the time. Yesterday's yeah. game, for example, with Ondara, my cleric, she's seen a little bit of blood, so there's more blood reds in her palette as such, and it's usually stone and golds. Otherwise, yeah, that's pretty much what I do each time. Hi, Ben. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's that would be Vin in the background. Hi, Vin. Um, Vin's a cat. For anybody wondering, yes, yeah, Vin is Vin is a cat. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that timing was perfect. Vin. That timing is just great. I think Vin uh, is a comedic person in, in a different life. Yeah. Time. So we've talked D and D. We've talked about races and classes. We've talked about DMing versus playing. We've talked about your dice. What about your dice? Um, I know your dice. My dice collection has come to a... It's stalled. I I was collecting quite feverishly. 
I would say that I have... I would actually be surprised if I have half your collection. I'd be surprised if I had 750. When we first met, yours definitely outstripped mine. Yeah. I remember you had the Twitter banner full of your dice, and I was like, man, that's dice goals. Yeah. I took those goals and just stepped across the border. I, too, have an addictive personality, and my dice collection was out of control, so I basically had to stop cold turkey. And that's pretty much what had to happen. Yeah. Because I was spending a lot of money, and it was becoming a more expensive habit than, say, smoking or drinking. Both of which I've done and would know. Same. And I figured that, hey, I'm not smoking and drinking, so (laughs) why not spend the money on pretties? Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. There there are worse things to spend money yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I do have some very precious sets of dice, and I have my favourites. But regardless, I roll like shit. So it doesn't matter which set I use, because I'll roll ones. I will roll more ones than Will fucking Wheaton. There was a Twitter moment between me and Matthew yesterday about, I can't wait for you to roll and do the facepalm moment. You roll, it comes with the... Oh, for sake and then you do a face palm moment and we had a few of them in yesterday's game and it was the best we, yes, we predicted it that, that would be my lost minor fandelva game which i'm running for leslie and for other of our friends and yes my roles are atrocious it's it's very true it's kind of your brain uh, i mean it means that i mean it happened at least once yesterday where one of the um one of the baddies dropped his weapon because I got a net one. I got at least one net one. I got several twos, threes, fours, a, a lot of misses. And it basically, narratively, it plays out that my baddies are really crap at just trying to hit things. It just means that we're of, really good. <laughs> you know, there's only so many times you can say whiff. You can only miss. So you have to be like Matt Mercer. You have to say, well, it connected but it didn't do any damage. It, it, was... it was blocked by our armour. Yep. You know, there's only so many ways you can describe a complete whiff. Our armour must be full of dents by now. Yeah, my my, my baddies have wrecked your armour. Mm, that shield is not doing its best. <laughs> have to get back to town. Yeah. <laughs> have to get back to town and buff that shit out. <laughs> buff, buff that shit out. Um... Yeah. That's great. Now then, um, we've worked on several projects together. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest ones, one that people will know us for, is the box of many things. Bless be. Love it. Why don't why don't you from your perspective tell our listeners, all three of them, <laughs> um <laughs> There's been a few more uh, than that. The, <laughs> <laughs> we'll say six. Yeah. Why don't you tell our listeners um what the box of many things is? So, Box of Many Things is a bi-monthly, or every two-monthly for those that do bi-monthly differently, um, nerdy gift exchange. You sign up, you put down a list of your things that you're interested in, your comments about cool stuff, and you get a person back who you're going to send for. Um, It's a way of joining people together and creating some cool stuff, basically. it's, 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 it's... Effectively, it's a secret Santa gift exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, you you don't you you know who you're getting, but you don't know who got you. So you know, person A is giving to person B, who's giving to person C, etc. Um, around the world, it's not just American. 
It's not no. just one place. Um, there is a we, what we call a domestic giveaway or domestic exchange, I should say, with just Americans, and it's easier. There's more of you guys, and yeah. then there is the international one for anybody else. And we try and keep it to continents. It is hard. Yeah. Um, we spent today sorting out December's one. And I think we've gotten it down to a fine art now. There are some complications every second it, month. <laughs> it, it, it gets a little easier each time. It's difficult because we're doing it. Because we're doing it bi-monthly, you forget what the hell you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as I'm as I'm creating the emails that go out, and I'm like, oh, I can't remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss something. I'm gonna miss something important, and I'm yeah. gonna. Love it. Every, no one's going to get their email or everyone's going to get the wrong details. And we've done that. That was like our what, first or second time we did it. We yeah. we created a new system. Joff started it with somebody else way back. Um, mm-hmm. A year, was July. Corey, wasn't it? Corey, yeah. I didn't know about it then. And things sort of fell through and it didn't happen for a couple of months. And I was just like, let's get back going. And we set up new yeah. systems, new spreadsheets, things like that. Yeah. And it is a lot of fun. Some months we have small numbers, other months we have big numbers, and it's crazy and it's fun. And I love seeing people excited about um, participating. And Absolutely. I mean, um, ballpark numbers. I think we've got about fifty domestic and twenty-five international for December. Yeah, it's about so, that. Yeah, domestic is typically about twice as large as international. Which makes and sense. It's it's great that we get that many international. I mean, yeah. there are obviously there are a lot of people worldwide that want to take part and want to benefit from it. Yeah. It gets expensive, as you can imagine. Shipping, shipping costs, is awful. Shipping is terrible. Um, but you take that into consideration when you, you sign up. You have to take that into consideration. Yeah. And you know, we we do we suggest a twenty five dollar budget, including shipping. There's I know, no that way. That sounds crazy. <laughs> That's, but it can be we done. much. We much rather prefer to see homemade arts and crafts. Yeah. I just it's 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 more of a personal touch. Uh, I think it means more. I think people value it more. And who doesn't like getting presents? Yeah. That being said, if you aren't art and crafty, I'm not exactly the most artiest and craftiest of people. It's fine to go shopping. It's fine to do that. But you've got to know that you're going to be the one sending it. You're the one going to be paying for it. So don't freak out about it. You know, anything that now, you send um, is going to be amazing. Hold on there, because I've seen your watercolour dragons. Okay, but that's a different story. We're not... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Joe. <laughs> if, you, if you sent watercolour dragons in a box of many things, people would be absolutely gobsmacked. Okay, but shh, we don't. We're not... <laughs> okay, we're not talking about that. <laughs> I actually just sent all my dragons to one person because I forgot which ones they liked the most. So oh. I will have to create more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep an eye on your mailbox, a... random person. <laughs> I need a purple one. I'm actually looking. I've got. I kept a couple for myself because I'm, I okay. need some good ones. And there's a little purple dragon right above your head as I'm watching right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not creepy. <laughs> we. I should be saying we're in separate, different countries. Anybody? I live in New Zealand. <laughs> I am not staring yeah. at Joel with a dragon above his head. <laughs> Should have pointed out with you know you have an accent. You know. Well, I can't hear the accent. No. So that's no, that's true. I can't hear mine, and yours is an accent. Now we're coming up on time, mm-hmm. but I do want to do one more thing, which is the show's gimmick. Uh, you know, I'm gonna have you 
Uh, roll for insight, but you're not rolling a d20, you're rolling percentile dice. So give a roll and tell me what number you get. It took a while, I had to go through the dice boxes to mm. find the particular dice, because I had to have the right aesthetic for this. I got <laughs> double zero. <laughs> not even kidding you. Should I roll that again? <laughs> you got you got 100? Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a hundred questions. Wow, Could you roll again? someone's not organized. I look, <laughs> v- viewers, please submit more questions. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I've got sixty-eight questions, so roll lower than sixty-eight. Also, be known that I do give Josh shit on a daily basis. Ninety-nine. <laughs> oh, come on. Sixty-one. Okay, 61. Let's have a look. I couldn't even spin it around any other way. It was 9 or 9. <laughs> okay, this question comes from Peggy at Rosie Derivator. Oh, that's clever. That's very clever. Uh, what, what do you do to try to come up with a unique fleshed-out character? Oh, a unique fleshed-out character. A lot of the times I take a random... A random... Th- idea or thought I've had um, it might be a family member of the party or something that I've read um, one one shot character recently was based on a book I had read um, and I fleshed out the character from that that's taking a lot of inspiration I read a lot, I work in a bookstore so I read the packs of books and I'm like oh that sounds like a great character idea I'm going to steal that mm-hmm. and go from there a lot of the time that's the name um, one of my characters, Lemonade Blue. Lemonade Blue, how do you do? It just came that she was a younger girl character just starting out as a druid. Um, she had just become a collector. And she was fantastic. It's it's, it's different every time. It's, that sounds so awful and doesn't give any helpful advice at all. But it is literally mm-hmm. different every time. No, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, you, you take inspiration from the things that you're into and yeah. like you say in and, your case you take inspiration from books yeah. and i keep a long list anytime i come up with a little idea it could be a sentence it could be a name it could be just a, a, a quick idea i write it in a notebook and i've got two of them full um and i will look through that every now and then add a little bit more to that character if i don't get to play them they become an npc okay yeah you'll meet that's some cool of them. you'll meet some of them Okay. I look forward to it. Excellent. Now, we've basically come up on time, so we're going to wrap things up. Beautiful. Uh, Leslie, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, and hopefully it's it's a pleasure for our listeners to meet you. Uh, if they want to follow you, um, how can they find you? You can find me at I Lived in a Cake on Twitter. Yes, it is from that llama song. Which I had never heard of until yeah, yeah okay. you're all welcome if you google that one mm-hmm. the llama song yeah okay <laughs> I s- recommend you do- I recommend you don't google it <laughs> yeah I was about to say I'm sorry <laughs> in advance <laughs> um, cool yeah um, my name is Joff and you can find me on twitter at Bear. that's bear as in nipples not as in gur um, this has been Roll for Insight. Um, I will see you guys in the next episode, or you will hear me in the next episode. Something. Um, 
yeah, uh, look after yourselves. Please take care of each other. I love you all. And goodbye. See you later. Bye. Bye.